I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design. I do love showcase houses. This is the first of a series on the Pasadena Showcase House of Design for 2018. For those not familiar, Pasadena Showcase is an all-volunteer organization that has been producing remarkable showcase houses for over 50 years. I started showcasing design houses on the podcast a few years ago, and what I like best about that is the fact that while many of you will be listening to these episodes long after the design house is closed, and you can't go there anymore, but you can hear from the designers who participated, and you can check out our YouTube channel for short videos from the homes and see what the designers are talking about. These interviews were conducted from the house in the last week of design. So you're going to hear the buzz of circular saws, hammering, dropping of heavy materials. Makes it kind of fun to hear what's actually going on behind the scenes. Another element to showcasing design houses is to capture in real time the essence of just how much work goes into projects like these. If you're a designer who has considered taking part a potential sponsor looking to get involved, or an enthusiast who wants to know what happens behind the scenes, these are true stories from the front lines of design. Major pressure, immovable deadlines, and problems. There's always problems. So today we're speaking with Amy Peltier of uh, Peltier Interiors. Amy designed the Grand Foyer, and it is grand. Amy is a Midwesterner with great taste. When asked what Amy is crushing on now, she has some really interesting thoughts on use of color, art, and space. Following Amy is Jason Lai of uh, L2 Interiors. The guest house is a mid-century modern, influenced masterpiece reimagined inside a Spanish revival, and it couldn't possibly fit better. Enjoy. Convo by Design is presented by Snyder Diamond. Always first with what's next in the kitchen and bath. What does that mean? Well, it means that Russ Diamond scours the planet looking for the best products that make life better. As of this recording, he is, uh, he's in Italy at uh, Salone. It's amazing. He doesn't just pick pretty products. He goes to the company to see how the products are made to make sure you are getting the highest quality. And then he and his staff provide just simply remarkable service to make shopping a pleasure. And when one of these companies introduce a new product uh, or a new product line that is going to change the way we live, it's a pretty big deal. Mila is one of those companies, and uh, Mila is proud to introduce the new W1 washing machine and T1 dryer. I am super excited about this, and I think you will be as well. Why? Because this washer-dryer combo includes Mila's Immer Besser spirit, Mila's stunning good looks, and technology that will not only make washing and drying clothes a better experience, it'll save water energy, and more. The quick intense wash, for example. High level of clean in under an hour. Homeowners are going to flip for the steam finish of the T1 dryer. My favorite new feature is the Wi-Fi Connect. Download the Mila mobile app and you can operate and receive notifications on your mobile device. Architects and designers, this is yet another product from Mila that you won't even think about trying to hide. All this Snyder Diamond Service, and for a limited time, you can find very generous offers from Mila on these and other Mila products at all three Los Angeles area Snyder Diamond showrooms. You can find addresses and store hours at SnyderDiamond.com. This is the 
grand foyer. Yep. And it's a beautiful space. We're going we're gonna to show some pictures on our YouTube channel, um, Instagram, Twitter. So make sure you go and check out pictures of the Pasadena Design Showcase, the grand foyer. All right. So when you first saw the space, do you remember your first thought? I do. I actually came to look at a different space. Oh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Not that the other space wasn't great, but I came to look at the library and I had to walk through the entrance to get to the library. And I said, oh, I'll take this one. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? So, I mean, the ceilings, the chandelier, the every little detail about it was just beautiful. It was so grand and open and gorgeous. It just spoke to me. So I love design houses. Do you love design houses? I do, yes. Be, there's, a, there's an added element of pressure. There is. Do you, th <laughs> do you like that? I do. I thrive under pressure, so I like a good timeline, and, and that's definitely what you get with a showcase house. But you get to um, finally not necessarily have a client, so that's a lot of fun, too. You get to do a little bit more of what maybe you do in your own home or your own space and, um, and, and perfect it at the end, too. So. And, and by the way... How do you approach that? So this, this, year's, this year's home was a little different. Mm -hmm. um, there was more, this is like a design house, but not like a design house. Right. So it's interesting, in, in, a, in a traditional design house, it's like, here's your space, knock yourself out. Right. This wasn't necessarily like that. Nope. There was way more input. Yep. So what'd you think about that? Um, the input we had was fantastic. We were on the same page. Um, the input was creative input and really pushed the boundaries of design. So from that perspective, it was wonderful. Um, and everything kind of melded. This is not... The rest of the house is not necessarily my firm style, um, but somehow, some way, it's blending seamlessly, and it's really pushed our boundaries and kind of taken us outside of the box, which is a good thing. So, and it's fun too. So, you know, this is a podcast, and portions of it go to video, and sometimes silence is really nice when doing interviews. But you know what I like about this? If you're listening to this, the design house. By the time you hear it. The house is either open, mm -hmm. and you can come see it, or it's closed right. by, by the time you hear this, and this is all you get. But you can hear, we are about uh, less than a week away from open, uh -huh. and it's, it's happening. It's still going. <laughs> it is still going. Yep. Um, have, you, have you done design houses before? Yes, this is my third one. Okay. Why do you do them? Gosh, that's a good question. You're in the middle of it right now, so that's a hard one for me to answer. But in the end, I mean, it's so awesome to have somebody walk into your space and just have their breath taken away. That's a really good feeling. So, And the photographs you get from it are awesome. It's, it's a good experience all around. It's a good experience, but you put a lot of work into yeah. it. This isn't a regular client's home. No. So, you know, from a, from a promotional standpoint. Uh-huh. Obviously, the, the assets that you get back, the pictures, it's, it's great for the website, it's great, right. it's great for internal promotion. Do design houses help you get business? 
Uh, they can. I think when I first did my first showcase house uh, back in 2014, I think it was, I was new to the scene. I had really just kind of found myself in California reopening my business and it gave me a lot of clout. I had no idea what it would do for me, but it gave my firm its name um, and uh, a lot of presence and um, notoriety in the community. So You said move back to L.A.? I am from the Midwest, so I moved my business from the Midwest back in uh, 2013. I reopened it, so I have kids, so I had to take a break. <laughs> Got it, and your timing was great. Yeah. I mean, the market was really coming back by yeah. then. Yeah. So let's talk about your space for a second. Mm -hmm. What products did you use in here? Um, so everybody uses Dun Edward paint, so we use that on the walls. Um, we used a Marquina Negra, which is a Spanish uh, black marble tile paired with a snow white, which has a, a really crisp white background and really fresh, faint gray lines to it. Um, that's kind of the marble and what set the tone for the space on the floors. A lot of blue and white porcelain that's huge for us. It's very much in our style. We kind of have an East Coast preppy vibe to us um, with a little bit of modern. So this really plays into that. Um, we've got some Schumacher fabrics, some fabric cut fabrics on things. Um, we've got some noir pieces, some Jonathan Charles pieces. So we really played to that classic traditional but a little bit outside the box look with the modern floors. Yeah, you did. And then tell me about the lighting. So the chandelier was here, the homeowners. It's a Lindsay Edelman. It's a very famous chandelier. Um, she's put a series of them together. Um, and they, they are that funky mix of the classical traditional columns with the funky modern. And I love it. I think it's a great combo. It is a really cool yeah. blend. Here's the other thing that I think is really cool. And we're going to, sh again, show some images. So go to the website. Go to, uh, sorry, go to our YouTube channel. So with a lot of the, there's art, there's a ton of arches uh -huh. and with, with the ones that are not necessarily there, they're filled in with mirror, which uh -huh. is a, which is a great touch. The use of mirror yeah. in this space was really, really nice. Yep. And that was existing. So we kind of went with it. So were you, did you use that a little bit for, for lighting, for setting things off? We used it to, um, especially this arched mirror here works almost like a piece of art. So our focal point when you walk in the front door is the center of the space. The floors lead you to the center, up to the chandelier, and back to the arched doors. So this mirror right here is kind of reflecting what we've got going on in the center of the space, which is all the blue and white, and it's kind of its art piece in itself. So we use it a little bit like that. So how, how do you manage your time during, during well, during a, a design house like this, it's the timing, you're on somebody else's schedule. Yep. And you have to make hay while the sun's shining. Yeah. And you've got other jobs to do. Right? <laughs> I have help. I don't do it all alone. So I have a staff. So that's a really big plus for me. Um, but we just work backwards. What's the drop dead? What do we have to have done? What needs to be done? How long will it take? And instead of moving forward and adding it all up, we just work backwards. We print out a can uh, calendar in the office and we say, okay, here's our early drop dead date and what has to be done last. And then go all the way um, through the timeline, we just work it out in the office. Uh, how many, how many projects do you think you work on a year? Oh, a year! Gosh, thirty. Um, Firm or just you? Firm. I have I have a staff. Yeah, and how many? How about you? Uh, how many do I work on a year? Yeah. Oh, um, well, I'm always in everybody's project, but really in their project, probably half that amount, maybe ten to fifteen. What are you seeing? 
right now? What trends? I, I don't use the word fads because uh-huh. uh, we don't like that. Right. But trends, I think, are really interesting because trends kind of can, not always, but they can dictate yeah. sort of what's, what, what tastes are prevailing. Right. What are you seeing? Um, I am seeing color. Um, color in an edited way. Still a lot of white. You know, we're in California, so we we do projects all over the country. And so we push back to the East Coast and you get, it's a little slower to see what's happening in California, kind of creep its way over there. Um, but still a lot of white, very strong in California and now starting to move its way, you know, throughout the rest of the country. Um, black is starting to, the contrast in black is starting to pop up. and. Color, I guess that's the world we live in though too. We love color. It's hard for us to find a neutral, for us to do a neutral space. We love it every once in a while, but we truly are um, rooted in color and pops of color in a very edited way. Um, but everybody has their own unique viewpoint on things. So you might ask a different designer and they might have a different answer. I can guarantee you that I'll get a different answer, but that's <laughs> why I asked the question. Yeah. Um, what are you crushing on right now? I am about to redo my entire home and it will be in blue, white, hints of black, and a little pop of green. It is literally what you're gonna see in this space. I tend to do, when I get free reign, I will do what my heart desires, so. What, what shade of blue? I love anything from navy to cobalt. I don't like it too purpley, so I like to put a little bit of gray and mute it a hint, um, but darker, richer shades of blue. I'm not necessarily into baby blue, but I'll throw it in there every once in a while. Last question I have for you is, um, it's not your space, but I'm curious in um, kitchen trends, mm-hmm. uh, because we're seeing a lot on the, on the tech side, yeah. which I think is really interesting, yeah. but there's a lot of other products as well. On, on, on kitchens, do you, does the firm do a lot of kitchens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what are you seeing? So we are still very uh, traditional and classical in the way that we approach rooms. So we still are rooted in that. Um, We're still seeing a lot of white, although we're trying to push some clients away from the white uh, cabinets and into painted, painted color, adding a little bit more pattern. Um, Instead of just your marble mosaics all over the kitchen, we're trying to add a little bit more interest and pattern into things. Um, And going into some different wood tones into the kitchen. Um, not necessarily your dark stained woods like you used to see, but even light washed woods, um, just to mix it up, mix up the materials a little bit so you're not staying in that crisp white cabinet, white counters, white backsplash, white floors. We're trying to push a little bit out, out of that box and into some more interesting elements. So. Sorry, I have another last question sure. for you. <laughs> you mentioned that the firm is doing about 30 projects a year. Uh-huh. How do you find big question in the, in the industry today, how are you finding n- new business? And, and don't say word of mouth, I'm taking that one out of the equation. Go ahead. <laughs> A lot of it is word of mouth, I have to get that in there. <laughs> it is from everywhere. Um, there is no one way to get business anymore and so you kind you always constantly it's a huge part of what i do every day search and search and search for that next project it can come from family and friends which kind of falls into the word of mouth it comes from industry partners vendors um i can't tell you how many times i've gotten emails that said i've been following you on instagram and it's like really instagram okay i'll take it so um i they come from everywhere 
um, and you have to dip your toe into everything, which can be hard and confusing and time-consuming. But um, you know, it's it, it's what makes the clock keep ticking. So you got to do it. So that was Amy Pelletier in the Grand Foyer. Next up is Jason Lai of L2 Interiors. So J we're, Jason, we're in the guest house. Yep, in the guest house in the Passenger Showcase House, 2018. Okay. So when did you find out that this was your spot and was this your was this the choice? Was this the one you wanted? Yeah, so we walked in here and this was the best transformation that we, we got and we really wanted to do a space that had everything. So someone that can come in here and say, oh my God, like, I can live here and I have every amenity that I need to live here. It's 750 square feet and has a living room, a kitchen, a hidden laundry room, a full bath and a uh, full uh, bedroom in a closet. Um, so we really, really wanted this space and I knew a lot of designers had fought for us for this, but um, this was our only choice. So it was either this or nothing for us and thankfully they chose us. Yep. Okay. Okay. Why did... Okay. Why did you want this space so bad? And I get it because you wanted something that's all en encompassing. But holy cow, man, <laughs> it's a big job. It's a big space. And, you know, because of the city and the limitations of like permits and whatnot, we actually really started the construction maybe like end of January. So we really only had three months to transform this whole entire space. And we did everything. We did from the floor to the ceiling. Everything you can imagine was just took up and we build new walls. The fireplace is completely new. Um, the kitchen is completely new. Yeah, everything is new. Wow, okay. So let's walk through this place. Yep. And I wanna ask you about some choices. Okay. So in the main house, there's all of the gold tones in the metal and the dark and the floors and then everyone really made an effort to make everything lighter. So because you were disconnected, you had the opportunity to completely break free of that. We did completely the opposite of everybody else in the house. <laughs> You're correct. Uh, we actually did our own personal style as a, as a design firm. Uh, we are very contemporary, mid-century modern, and Scandinavian. So walking into this space, you can tell the influences of Scandinavian design and mid-century modern. There's pops of, of color and there's pops of details that you can really see when you're walking in the house and really paying attention. The kitchen, really interesting. Mm -hmm. So you've got open glass front refrigerator. Yep. Opposite that, you've got open front uh, wine storage. How many bottles? Uh, well, they're both 18 inches, all 486 bottles each. So you can put at least almost a thousand wine glass and champagne glasses, which is my personal choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big collection. <laughs> yes. And then the open shelving, the, 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 the metal open shelving. Yeah, we, we loved those. It's, those are suspended from the ceiling. Uh, our theory on that is we really wanted to inspire, be inspired by those trendy restaurants out there that everything is open concept industrial style. We didn't want to bring industrial in, which is why they're black uh, power coated and that they're very chic. But they also um, make our doors, our custom doors in here that are, are architectural, that is separating from the bedroom and the living room. The t tell me about the tile. 
The tile is amazing. The tile is from Walker Zanger. It's their new collection. They have not really exposed this just yet. No one in the public really has seen it yet. They're concrete tiles. There's three different designs, and you can actually make and create your own masterpiece in it. You can, you can be creative, which we did here. Because we like the mid-century modern shapes so much, we decided to keep this oval shape that is very mid-century. And really, when you walk into our space, that's really the first thing you see. It's interesting, too, because you went with a whole dark facade. Mm -hmm. But you really didn't have to worry about it because you've got so much glass yes. surrounding it. Yes, but it also works with a black kitchen is because we have natural wood tones on the floor and natural wood flowing on the island. The island is one of the, the, the highlights of our space because it's with a 10-inch toe kick. And with that 10-inch toe kick, it makes it look like the island is actually levitating from the floor. It really does. Yeah. And uh, you went with a very large sink. Yes, everybody likes it. Like. You can you can bathe a baby in that, <laughs> at least one. Yeah, or or a regular sized dog. <laughs> and and you went big because you could. Yes, because we could. And even though the kitchen's not massive, it really is a everybody's day kitchen. No one has these massive kitchens. But in, within our kitchen, you have everything. You have wine cases. You have a cooktop. You have a grill. You have a refrigerator. You have a, a, a dishwasher um, drawer and a dishwasher microwave on the opposite side. Amazing. Okay, and the kitchen pairs nicely with your open living space. Yes, um, so we didn't do a formal dining room in our space because in our generation, everybody eats on the island anyway or wherever the TV is. Because it's open concept and in our space is not humongous, we thought it would be a good idea to have this more of an entertaining space rather than a traditional home with the dining room. I like, too, your, the choices that you made in the, uh, what do we call a bookshelf? Yeah, that is actually a sculpture from a local artist. He, is lives, it? he lives three blocks away. <laughs> so here's what's interesting. I, in talking to people, it's like, oh, yeah, the, the designer on this, the, the, product, the yes. artist, three blocks away. Yep, Apparently, local. everyone is three blocks yeah, away. Everybody's local. Everybody is local. Everybody, you know why? It's because Pasadena Showcase is such a grand gesture, such a grand event. Everybody knows about it. And of course, if I was an artist, I would definitely want to get my hands involved. I definitely want to be involved. That sculpture is actually one piece of wood. The artist uh, took the tree down and carved every single piece of that. There's no seams whatsoever on that piece. So I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Whoever's living here, if they put smalls and books on it, is that disrespecting the work? I would say no, if it's done tastefully. <laughs> if, it, if it is done tastefully, if it's staged correctly. Um, obviously, you know, as designers, we, we, we know how to spiff it up and we know how to make it look good. So I think your average Joe, if you're just throwing things on it, if it's unintentionally, then it might not be the best thing for the artist to showcase their work. But just a little bit of love in here and there some some accessories will bring that piece into like a shine and you as a as a fan of mid-century modern you gotta love that love it no love it and we like the geometric shapes you know that's mid-century but still has that scandinavian design in it we didn't we actually found him maybe like i would say three weeks ago and his work was perfect for our whole entire space it really brings the space together you you really look at that and, and say, wow, that was, that's definitely custom and made for the space, and it wasn't. 
Speaking of custom and made for the space, yes. Tell me about the the wall that you're manufacturing and the door that you're that you're manufacturing between the living space and the bedroom. Yeah. So back in 2002, uh, the designer actually did a pocket-sized door there, which wasn't that big at all. It was probably one panel of those doors. Obviously, in 2018, everybody is all about open concept. They want to see everything, make sure everything is as big as possible. So we put these custom architectural doors on there. They're three-paneled glass, um, and we're going to have drapery panels on the other side of the bedroom. So when you are entertaining, you want to showcase your beautiful bedroom, you'll just open the drapes. But when you are done and you want to have a dark sleep, you just close the blinds and you have a black-out um, bedroom to sleep in. So sorry, drapes, mm -hmm. not not internal panels, because the glass isn't there. So we don't. I don't know what's going to be there, but right. it's it's drapes, not it's, internal panels. Uh, so there's glass and then drapes on the other side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Double panel drapes. Yeah. That is really cool. Okay, the artwork behind you. Yes. Who is that? It's Source Art. So she does all of our arts in all of our showcases. She finds local artists from anywhere in California to Hawaii and really wants to showcase their work in the Pasadena Showcase House. And she basically gives us selections of it and like let us pick on what we want. Um, when you walk through the Showcase House, probably 90% of the art is coming from her. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful piece. Yeah, we had we had that plum color as mm -hmm. our accent. You will see the plum and the copper around our space, but this this painting really was made directly for this space. Like you can, it wasn't customly made, but the colors in it is so vibrant. It just fits perfectly. So let's talk about design houses for a minute. Mm -hmm. As a designer, design houses are great because yes. you can get, you get promotion, you get exposure, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. And when it's a job like this, I mean, that's, how many hours do you think you put into this one? Too much. Right? <laughs> and not getting paid for it. <laughs> you, you don't. Yeah. But then you have to decide, is the, is the promotion, is the media, is the, are the relationships worth it? Is it worth it? It's definitely worth it. This is my sixth year with my own company, L2 Interiors, but this is my eighth year as being involved in the Showcase House. And every single year, even though it's a hard work, and even though this project should have taken eight months in reality and happened in three months, all the sweat and tears is completely worth it. Even the public coming in, just talking to you right now. You know, no one would know who L2 Interiors is if they listen to your podcast. Now they know. You know, so this advertisement really is our highlight of our year. We don't advertise too much as interior designers. Like we're not going to have like a commercial on TV or something because that's cheesy. So this is a very classy way to promote ourselves. And us being here, be able to talk to potential clients is magic. So I, I have this conversation with designers and architects a lot. How do you, aside from participating in a design house like this, and you mentioned that you're not a fan of advertising, and I get that, how do you, and, you know, it's so much more difficult now than it was before. And, and I, I, I put in front of this, you can't say word of mouth. Mm -hmm. How do you promote yourself? How do you get, aside from design houses and aside from, from word of mouth, yeah. how do you get yourself out there? I mean, honestly, um, I've done HETV. My business partner has done an HETV. They're not the right clientele for us at this point, but that's how we got ourselves started. Um, to be honest, is networking. I'm, I'm one of the, the main uh, partners in the firm, and my, one of my biggest jobs is to go out there and get business. And I, I do any networking events I could have. And really, you know, word of mouth really is the way that we're going. 
you know, I surround myself with, you know, people that I love that can support this lifestyle. And from there with friends and then friends with friends is really how we get our business. And is it in person or is it social? Always in person. Really? Yeah. Always okay. in person. Yeah. Um, backing up a little bit, similar subject, uh, sourcing new materials. So really interesting with you. I mean, that, that tile, that Walker Zanger tile, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Mm -hmm. The shelving is amazing. What you've done in here with the use of products, the architectural doors um, and the, the glass wall, really interesting. How do you, how do you source where do you find new products? How do you how do you how do you find it? Like inspiration? Yeah, um, it just comes naturally. Like I travel a lot, um, and I feel like when I'm traveling, and I get outside outside of Los Angeles, there's so much beauty out there that can just like engages you and makes you really focus and see what's beautiful. And then when you sit down at work, you take it out and you use your your magic. You know, as a designer, and you know we're not only classically trained to be a designer, but I think it's all internal. Like either you have or you don't, honestly, quite honestly. Um, and for me, it's really easy. I can get two different clients um, with the same price range and have two different styles. Is because I just have it and I can see a picture and I was like, I know how to do that. And it's easy for me. Talking about the firm for a moment, how many, how many projects a year do you think the firm works on? Well, right now we're very blessed. We have 13 clients right now going on. Um, but normally throughout the year, it's maybe about five or six and then small, little small ones. But five or six are usually like our go-to, our regular basis. What are you crushing on right now? Black. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even really need to ask that question. <laughs> uh, I am always in black. I love black because it's just so classic and it's so chic. It's never going to go out of style. Um, people are always scared of it because if you use too much of it, the room will get really dark. So what? It's dramatic. That's what you want in design anyway. So along that line, I think it's really interesting because just to look at this space. So you have that whole wall in the kitchen, mm -hmm. which is black. Mm -hmm. Then you have the countertop. So it basically makes a whole wall. And then you, you draw out a little bit. The island is, is light. The hardware is black. Mm -hmm. And then really you have your sculpture. Mm -hmm. And then you have the, the base, the kick plate and the base of the fireplace, mm -hmm. which makes it look like it's floating, yep. which is really cool. So you've, you've got a healthy dose of black, but you didn't overdo it. No, you don't feel, you don't feel that, that at all. No. You, our, our walls are white. And the beams will be black. And the beams will be black. Okay. Yeah. And it all just kind of makes sense. It's, design is all about scale and to scale and be able to balance things. Um, a lot of people will go to a retail, retail shop and buy this amazing chair, but it's 40 by 40. And it's, when you put it in, it doesn't look like how it looks like in the showroom because they know how to do it because they are to scale. So design is all about to scale. So color, color usage, if you use too much, obviously it will be too much, but with the right amount, it'll be fabulous. Okay. So in the guest house. What other elements aside from what we're seeing in here? So you've got a laundry room. Mm -hmm. Hidden laundry room. Which is awesome. Yep. Um, in such a small space. So you hid the laundry room. You've, yep. got, you've got, tell me about the bath. Yeah, full bath. Uh, we have a vanity that's completely custom. It's custom to make it look like a piece of furniture. And again, we did the toe kick. So it looks like it's levitating again. So we have like kind of like, you'll see kind of our design aesthetic throughout the space. You'll see what we're 
kind of bringing up over and over again. The bathroom has Walker Zanger tile. Again, it's three-dimensional, 45 or 48 by 24, large format tile that is, is uh, vertically stacked and it makes the bathroom look really big. And in there, we have copper accents, just like our kitchen here with a copper sink. We have copper accents throughout the whole entire space. I know the, the house inside is, everyone's using, I think, gold or brass. Well, we want it to be a little different. We want it to be in the edge, in incoming, and 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 the new trend, which is copper. So, interestingly enough, though this design house is is an atypical design house where the the family had had way more input. Yes. Than than others might. Did you get any kickback for going dark and black and anti? what was happening in the main house we did did you have to okay so <laughs> you, did, you had yes. to you had to fight for it yeah we did we had to fight for it we had a vision board and so did the homeowners and we had to compromise a few things but at the end um we we, we got what we wanted just because we we pushed the limit we pushed the envelope we we had to push her a little bit but i think she's going to be super happy with with this end result i think it'd be hard not to I won't. I am not the one to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I, I am. I, I think it would be hard not to. You guys, scale, color palette, unique textures, unique. And what's really interesting too is you know your, your, your proclivity for and your love of Scandinavian and and mid-century modern. It doesn't clash mm-hmm. with all of the traditional elements. The the. Spanish yep. of the home. It just, it all fits. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what our strong suit is, is, is collaborating with different styles and making it look like it belongs. Yeah. And it does. Well done. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was Amy Peltier in the Grand Foyer and Jason Lai of L2 Interiors in the, uh, in the guest house at uh, the 2018 Pasadena Showcase House of Design. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating and a review. Uh, It helps new folks find the podcast. Much appreciated. And if you want to see these rooms, go to our YouTube channel and check out Jason's room and uh, check out uh, Amy's space as well. Thanks. Convo by Design is proud to be working with Vendome Furniture. Their design culture is the key to their success. It's what pushes them to consistently create new collections that give spaces a new dimension. They create dialogue between environment and form. Vendome pieces can transform the simplest space into one filled with glamour that is both unique and extraordinary. And isn't that what design is all about? Creating atmospheres where you can take hold of life and enjoy it to the fullest? Vendome products are simple and elegant contemporary and exceptionally comfortable. Their crafted, modern, durable, molded resin, glass, and metal designs are unique. They beg to be enjoyed. Have you seen them featured in our videos? Check out our YouTube channel and see this for yourself. You can also find them in their showrooms at the D&D Building in New York, Wynwood in Miami, and the Pacific Design Center here in Los Angeles, or online at vondom.com.